You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Group, where I plan produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And mobile is what we cover here at Mobile Presence. You know, how to grow your mobile app, how to grow your mobile audience through tools, through tech, through cool stuff. And that brings me to our guest today because if you've uh, been following the researches I have about how we use mobile, how it's sort of that connective tissue in between everything else. You know, we're second screening, we're watching TV, we've got our smartphone at arm's length. Everything we're doing, smartphone is there. And it's bringing together those environments. And now we're going to look at an app that is truly and literally connecting these realms. And uh, so I'll just get to it. Our guest today is Yaniv Davidson. He is founder of Tunity. Um, Yaniv, first of all, great to have you on Mobile Presence. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So you can see I'm really excited because I, I've always loved sort of like mobile when it can do what it's supposed to, which is it's supposed to be connecting things. And that's what you're doing at Tunity. So tell me a little bit um, first about yourself, and then we'll dive into the app because I just love the way that it's uh, building a bridge here between environments that you wouldn't usually think of. I won't give it all away now. But tell me about yourself and where the inspiration came for Tunity. Sure. So I, I started my career as an engineer. I worked for Intel, did a lot of telecom, uh, and then I kind of moved to the business side, um, but was still involved with consumer tech, with digital. Uh, and at some point, I found myself uh, being a consultant and flying around the, the U.S., you know, visiting airports at least a couple of times a week um, <laughs> and seeing all these people in front of all these muted TVs at gates, at lounges, uh, restaurants, bars, and kind of like started thinking about this. And then I was a, a, a VP at a startup that got money from WPP, so got to meet a lot of CMOs of big brands and saw how much money they spend on linear and how much data they can get online or on digital. 
And I thought, you know, if we could connect these worlds, just like you said, and if we, you know, um, and, and on top of that, I also, also, also always had that bad experience in mind of a lot of people in front of muted TVs and, you know, things started clicking together. Uh, being an engineer, I knew that if I know what channel I'm watching, then a computer can actually tell me what channel I'm watching as well. And then streaming the audio should be relatively simple. Um, nothing was simple, but, you know, a few years, you know, fast forward a few years, uh, we started Tunity, uh, really started working with the technology in 2014. It took, about, it took us about a year or two uh, uh, to develop a lot of deep learning based technology, a lot of computer vision. So, you know, you need a lot of samples to kind of train your neural networks. And what we're creating now is basically a, a technology, an app that lets you scan a TV for one second. We detect the channel, detect the timing, and that enables us to stream the synchronized audio to your phone. So, for example, you walk into a sports bar and there are 30 TVs there. Uh, one of them is showing your favorite baseball team. You scan the TV for one second, and within three to four seconds, you have the synchronized audio, and you can sit there and uh, listen and enjoy the full experience of watching watching a game wherever you are. See, I love that. I, I have to say that uh, you know sometimes I find my guests, but in this case, you found me. You have a very uh, effective press department. I got this uh, as an email, and I thought this is extremely cool. So I send it to my friends in the states. I come from Pittsburgh, so it's Steeler country, right? Uh, <laughs> originally, and they're like, "Yep, downloading this. This I can't. You know, I can't live without this." When I thought, "See, there's something here." Um, so what has the response been to Tunity? Because, I mean, it's such a simple idea, and that's what I love about it. You know, simple always works. It's just super simple, really effective. I can imagine you've got a lot of good response, but what are the numbers telling you? So, you know, uh, my personal experience, my, my wife doesn't go to airports with me anymore because I end up always scanning a TV, and there's a bunch of people <laughs> asking me, hey, what are you doing? And, you know, they're, you know, the good part is that they immediately download the app kind of the reaction that you uh, that you got, I think yes, we solve a very very specific need, and and, and a need that is a need indeed. We um, uh, we we have over a, a million and a half downloads in the U.S. Uh, and it's all organic. We haven't spent money on marketing, and the reason is, you know, we have hundreds of bars and restaurants and gyms that are actually promoting us to their customers because cool. you know when you come into a bar, the bar wants you to. Have a great experience they want you to spend more time there they want you to come again for example so you know if you know now that you can also hear your favorite football football team uh you're gonna you know you're more likely to come and we actually showed them that through data i mean uh, uh and 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 that and so so we got a really great response you can see in social media people love it i'm not gonna say like every cutting edge technology when we came out there were you know some some pain points there are also things that were uh, uh, improving now, adding channels, making it faster, making, making it more accurate. But uh, I think the overall uh, response was really great. It's something people needed, and, and I think they appreciate the service. So I'm just curious. I'm also based in Europe, so although, my, although I know what's going on in, in the hometown, I'm over here. Uh, is this globally available or just certain markets, uh, certain operating systems? How would anyone get the app? So we're available right now only in the U.S. We support okay. about 140 channels, both on iOS and Android. Um, obviously, the technology is relatively easily portable to anywhere mm -hmm. in the world. Uh, but I think right now, you know, we're a startup, so we're very focused and we have very limited resources. We're focused on the U.S., showing, proving the concept, proving the business model. And, you know, if, if a big European 
uh, partner comes in and wants to do, you know, a partnership and take take an active part, then, uh, you know, it's something we would definitely consider. Yeah, but I'll just cross my fingers that Sky calls you. Um, <laughs> and you would, too, because that would bring us to your funding. Um, but no, seriously, what I, I mean, I understand the user journey. I understand the value proposition. It's it's intuitive. Um, what about looking at the other side of the coin? Take me, if you will, to how um, brands, marketers, the mobile you know, arena is um, more or less not just um, viewing your app, but maybe also thinking about trying to piggyback a few opportunities there. Because I could imagine a couple, you're bringing in a lot of data, you're seeing a lot of user behavior, there is a business model there. Yeah, I think, you know, there's, there's a number of those. Um, the good, the good part is that they all relate to the same technology and the same product. Um, but we have to be careful in what, what we start first. So, so the, you know, when we thought about monetization, uh, we first of all think about how do we monetize? Cause obviously we need to pay the rent, but how, would, how do we do it without hurting the user experience? Um, the, the, the good thing about this is that we think Tunity provides a ton of value to TV networks and to advertisers, which today are blind to what the market believes is around 10 or even more percent of the of the uh, TV viewership hours in the U.S., which is people watching TVs in bars, in restaurants, in gyms, in airports, etc. All those places where you have multiple TVs, you have two TVs without audio, you have a lot of background noise, and where Nielsen basically can't measure uh, viewership. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing we're doing right now, and we're starting to socialize it with a few uh, of the big networks in the U.S., and hopefully we'll, we'll have some uh, announcement shortly, is we're starting to share a metric that Unity, what we call true out of home, um, and the Unity analytics dashboard that basically enables uh, TV adver- um, advertisers and TV networks to, see, to add you know, the additional out of home viewership on top of what Nielsen is measuring uh, from, in- from in home. And for brands like, for example, Budweiser, or Starbucks, you can see the obvious obvious need for that in order to buy to buy advertising in a more efficient way. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of our first our first revenue stream. The good news about it is that it doesn't hurt the user experience because you know all we need to do to know is on an aggregate level how many people are watching which show and at which time. Uh, we don't need any personal information, so you know there's a lot of talk about. If the product is for free, then you are the product. That's not really uh, how it works with Tunity. Um, so we're really excited about that uh, that revenue stream because we're already in a scale that uh, allows us to have statistically significant data that we can extrapolate and, and talk to TV networks and advertisers about how the U.S. is watching TV out of home, which is, mm-hmm. by the way, completely different with how, with how the U.S. T- uh, watches TV in-home. You know, times, shows, etc. Um, So I was going to say, is that part of what you had in mind when you came out with Tunity? Because you said you had your background at WPP, so obviously you have that mindset. Did you start out thinking about that, or has this just become more and more apparent that in addition to having you know a great app experience there's a you know there's a there's a data there's a mobile data driven um, business model on the back that you can also monetize. So the, the vision that we had and, and the vision that we still have right now is a much bigger one, much wider one. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What we want to create and what Tunity is going to, going to be and hopefully shortly going to be is a platform that let, it lets anyone connect with any visual content anywhere. Ooh, so, for example, okay. yes, exactly. So, so we started with out-of-home TVs because it was an obvious use case. Uh, like I said, the technology uses a lot of deep learning and machine learning, which requires a lot of samples. So that was something we can say, okay, our users, here you go. You've got a service. We're going to start having you scan TVs, and we're going to use it to better and better detect what you're watching. But why would we limit it to TVs? I mean, the amount of digital signage people have around them today, and, you know, there's, there's been some announcement about, you know, about 20,000 TV or digital screens in the, in the subway in New York and another project in Boston. And it just makes sense because these screens are so cheap. They're connected. You can change the content. They're very informative. And if you do it the right way, they can add a lot of value. What Unity can bring to the table for the whole, you know, digital out of home uh, industry is we can add another dimension to this. So it's not just video noise that's around you. People can actually choose to connect to something and get the additional content, whether it's, you know, it could be audio, but audio is just one of the things that we can bring. Any type of synchronized content, you know, it's something that we can, with the, the exact same technology, uh, provide to the, to the consumer. And we think by having consumers choose what they want to, what advertising of, or what content they want to consume, we make a better experience for the consumer, but we also create a much, much better uh, uh, um, and effective uh, way of marketing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I put, if I'm Apple and I put, you know, someone to talk about the new iPad, so there's something, I can just put a bunch of signs everywhere. But if I enable people to actually scan that sign and get the audio, so first of all, I enabled my consumers, my most interested consumers, to actually get more information that's useful for them. Second of all, I can know who are the segments who are actually interested in that type of content or, or that product, and then I can go ahead and give them you know, a special offer or offer them more information in a more personalized way. And by the way, I'm not bothering the other 98% of the people who probably walked around my signs uh, with, with, any, with anything anymore because you know, I know they're probably not as interested as, as, as the other 2%. Does that make sense? Absolutely, and I'm really enjoying this because I, I like the vision even more than uh, just discussing your app, quite honestly, Yanif. But uh, we have to go to break, so when we come back, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about out of home, the opportunity, maybe some of the behavior that you're seeing, some of those data points, and get people really excited about what I see and what you obviously share, Yanif, is like the next big opportunity is where the intersection of mobile, you know, digital realm, real world, where that is, that is where the money is and that's what we're going to talk about listeners so don't go away we'll be right back mobile presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors catholic charities is committed to providing life's basic needs we thank you for bringing us all here today letting these people understand how catholic charities runs and how important these people are and we ask you to guide them to protect them and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. 
There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove and our guest today, Yanov Davidson. He is founder of Tunity. Before the break, Yanov, we were talking about you know just overall your vision for Tunity and how you see this going. And I'm very excited because I'm I'm really pleased to see that you're also literally, no pun intended, seeing the big picture around visual because there's <laughs> a lot there's a lot of money to be made if we can crack the code around figuring out you know what you see is what you get, right? Um, yep. And that's exciting. But let's just take a step back because before we get excited about market opportunity, um, which could extend into commerce and social and all sorts of things, we have to be clear about the audience. Now, you have your app live for a while, but you also have some insights into out-of-home viewership and behavior. Why don't you share what you've been seeing? Yeah, and we have you know Paul Lindstrom, who's, who's our head of research, who spent a lot of time with uh, different research companies in the in the TV arena and out of home arena, and you know when we we started beginning of the year we started digging into our data that we started collecting, and the nice thing about data is that you walk you go in you think you know you have some hypothesis around what you're going to find out you expect to find some stuff but then there's all these really really interesting insights that you couldn't really imagine and then when you think about it oh it it actually makes sense. Um, one of the things, Paul, very quickly you managed to show us is the major difference of how people watch TV out of home versus in home. So in home, you're sitting at home in your living room, you're watching one channel, you kind of vaguely know what's going on in other channels because, you know, you have a TV guide maybe or, or you kind of know the schedule in prime time, but you don't really know what's happening. When you're out of home, most of the time you're in a multi-screen environment. So you have five screening, screens in a lounge or 20 screens in a, in a sports bar, right? Um, and what happens is that creates a different, call it competitive environment. So you're watching you know, something on you know, ESPN, but then if you're watching the, the – and we like the, the ex- example of the, uh, of the Winter Olympics, 
and Sean White, but suddenly Sean White comes up on NBC, and we can actually see in our data the shift of people actually stopping to watch other networks, going to watch Sean White for those 10, 15 minutes of glory, and then going back most of the, most of the time to what they were watching before, which is something that, you know, insights that you can't really get uh, from in-home viewing and how it's measured today. So that's, you know, something that we see so many times that uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. We saw it on Tiger Woods' first, uh, first uh, golfing tournament recently uh, and, and, and some other exper- experiments. So, um, so it's, you know, it, that's a, the type of data that we, we gathered mm-hmm. that we did not even think about it. We thought about, okay, we'll measure, we'll see how many people watch which, uh, uh, which program and we can add it to what Nielsen is doing in-home and then give a better picture, especially to the brands that those are, you know, kind of the important audiences for. Uh, but these types of uh, insights, which I think, you know, I think are very interesting, uh, also came up and, you know, we're still digging. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, are you planning to make any of this research, even if at a high level, any of it uh, available? Because I have to speak again as a different hat I'll put on. I'm on the board of the Mobile Marketing Association uh, here in Germany, where I'm based and, you know, Brands love data. We love measurement. Um, you know, we're uh, they're working on uh, uh, being able to uh, uh, measure viewability and video and and a lot of different things. And you know, once you can bring in some more data to have a more holistic view of what's going on out of home, which doesn't exist yet, I mean, that's pretty big deal. What are you going to do with this? So we are, you know, starting to be part of the conversations. We we joined the DPAA and we're talking mm-hmm. to, to different media outlets like Media Village and, you know, uh, and we are trying to slowly but surely uh, be part of the conversation because we, we realize we're part of a, of a microcosmos or, or part of a platform that, you know, we bring some of the uh, information to and, and our information is even more powerful when combined with the kind of overall market view. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, th- this is something we're definitely excited about. And like I said, Paul Lindstrom, our head of research, uh, is starting already to socialize the data, not only with TV uh, networks and, and, and ad media, uh, media by, the media by side, but also with, uh, you know, different outlets and journalists to kind of start to educate the market to actually see what we can, uh, what we can bring. And, and there are a lot of ideas also coming, coming, uh, coming up from that, obviously. I could imagine it's also a little bit of a, uh, you know, stars are well aligned for you because we're just, you know, into the World Cup. It's going to be going on for a while longer. And, you know, that's a global sports event um, that, you know, has its fans in the States because you said your app's available um, in the States. Uh, but you have a chance to have sort of like local global um, content uh, and, and maybe some uh, behavior uh, trends as well. What are you doing for the World Cup? Yeah, so we actually, uh, our, the team worked really hard and uh, we actually released a new capability for the World Cup. Um, you In the U.S., you have Telemundo broadcasting the, the games in Spanish and you have Fox broadcasting. And you have a Mexican win, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That was a big one. That was a big uh, one for I you. I actually okay. watched the game. It was amazing. Um, I, have a, I have a very good German friend who I like to, uh, to, uh, <laughs> to upset about that game. But uh, uh, you... <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, we, 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 uh, we took advantage of the world cup and we said, okay, now, you know, we, 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 we have to do some changes and, and some, uh, work on the technology to be able to distinguish Telemundo from 
Fox because it's basically the same video broadcast but a different uh, different audio broadcast one in Spanish one one in English and something we added to the app so now our app supports on some broadcasts also uh, or or on every uh, of the World Cup broadcasts it supposed it supports the English uh, uh, audio from Fox and the uh, Spanish audio from Telemundo so that's something we would like to add you know every time there's a big uh, big sporting event um, so we don't have insights yet that we we can share for that but I'm I'm, I'm guessing in the next couple of days we'll uh, we'll have something that we can put together that's uh, that would be really interesting mm-hmm. I mean we talk about sports because that's an obvious one but I'm just curious um, are there other events I'm not thinking about where this would work really really well for you sort of your low-hanging fruit sports is the obvious one because that's always muted and I'm always in in sports bars saying great um okay i can see what's happening but it would be great to know what's happening and of course with the smartphone you just sort of set it up there on your table have a little bit of a speaker thing or a uh you know lightning with a bluetooth headset or whatever you know it's possible it's a great opportunity what are the other opportunities and how we engage with content that's always muted to us yeah so so a lot of or most of what the people watch out of home is what's live, which is basically mostly uh, sports and news. So mm-hmm. CNN is everywhere. We see it everywhere, CNBC, yeah. et cetera. Um, so that's, you know, between sports and news, that's about 80, 85% of, of what people are using Tunity for and what people are watching out of home. You have obviously gyms, which, you know, you have some, uh, some data, daytime uh, programs, uh, but that's, that's more or less it. And what's, what, I, what we like about, you know, the out-of-home market is that with all the trends around TV, you know, cord cutters, cord shavers, uh, basically mostly young people who move out of home and just, you know, they're, they're not going to pay 100 or $150 for Comcast or Verizon or DirecTV. And they just, you know, they're cord cutters or at least cord shavers and they take smaller packages. Those people are out there. You know, if there's a game, they're going to they're gonna go to the bar and watch it. Um, they're watching more and more out of home. And, you know, I think we, we are excited because we can help those TV networks actually. Um, and those advertisers get to those impressions that are, you know, there's a term called unreach- the unreachables, which are, you know, younger, um, uh, younger, more urban uh, people, uh, which are harder and harder to reach on TV. Because if you look at the profile of, you know, an in-home TV viewer, it's getting more old. Because mm. you know core cutters are usually younger, um, so we actually are excited about you know uh, bringing more insight and uh, insights and helping uh, advertisers and TV networks reach those uh, those audiences. And I'm excited about hearing more about the value proposition for businesses, for marketers, for advertisers. But we have to get a break right now. So don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. WebmasterRadio.fm 
is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hey, hello, and we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And we have today Yaniv Davidson. He is founder of Tunity. And Yaniv, we've been talking about this. You know, I started out thinking it was just a cool app. I thought, have you on the show? We'll talk about a cool app. Um, now I see it's a vision, it's a business model, it's it's going to be a data point that's going to give us a better idea of how to engage, target, whatever, reach those audiences. So it's it's really been an exciting show with you. I wasn't expecting it to be quite this interesting. So you've got me excited about it, probably our listeners. And when there's an opportunity, it's like, hey, how can we get in on it? So you have an SDK, you have a value proposition for business. Maybe you can outline this and how, you know, listeners, companies might say, yep, this is for me. I want to uh, uh, engage with Tunity. How would that work? Sure. So, you know, there's obviously, like you said, we have a vision. We want to be the platform that connects every user uh, to every visual content anywhere. Um, and what that means is, you know, yes, like I said, we created an SDK for future partners to be able to take advantage of the technology that we created. Um, and there are basically two different uh, use cases uh, that we see for the SDK. The first one is the classic, you know, you have content or you have audiences that are in front of different, different types of content and you want to enable them to actually not only get the video, but get the audio in a personalized way. We have the Tunity Audio SDK. You can uh, put it, you know, it's very simple. Put it in your app, and you're, if you're a bar chain or a restaurant chain or a gym chain, you can have the Tunity capability within your app uh, on the users and give them, you know, a better experience. Um, the other SDK is a Sync SDK, and basically uh, tailored for you know, gaming companies that want to do something around uh, uh, live events mm. that are broadcasted on TV. So, for example, you know, a reality show. We have a reality show. We want to create a, a synchronized, a live trivia game around what's going on. Who's going to get the rose? Who's going to get kicked out of the house? And, you know, in order to do that in a way that would be relevant to every one of the viewers, you need to know exactly what what each viewers relative time is because I can be watching one show in New York and you could be watching it in LA the same channel but depending on where you are and your provider there could be you know 20 30 40 seconds difference between us so if we get asked the same question at the same time 
it might be too late for me and it might be too early for you. Same for obviously mm. sports, right? If I, you know, if we want to create a trivia game asking you, hey, is, is, the, is the next uh, play in a basketball game going to be a two-point throw or a three-point throw, then I obviously need to get the, um, that question uh, before you and you need to get more time in order to answer it. So it'd be interesting for, for, for all of us. So that's kind of like what we're excited about. We want to create TV-related and video content-related experience. We, we want to enable other partners to create those experiences so we can get you know, the scale and we can get to everyone. Uh, and that's what our SDK basically uh, is for. It makes perfect sense because, you know, as you pointed out, okay, there are the, the, the cord cutters, the cord shavers, but we still do tend to congregate, you know, around live events because it's still that excitement, you know, it's happening now, you can't get it uh, later. But then there are also like TV shows, you know, cult things. I could imagine if you would have done something around one of my favorite shows, Game of Thrones, you know, I mean, when it's happening, exactly. uh, you know, it's happening. And I remember looking at Twitter and it's like, you know, look what's going on here and what happened there and what did Jon Snow do here? I mean, it just goes on and on. And there's this conversation that 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 is happening around what we care about. And exactly. it's a conversation that you can be a part of. So, you know, um, it makes perfect sense. Really? Exactly. And, and, and even all those live events like the Oscars, right? Yeah. Think about the Oscars. I mean, last year there was a big thing about ABC losing 18 or 17 percent of the ratings because of during the Oscars versus the year before. And, you know, and, and we started thinking about it and it makes so much sense. Think about the writers. OK, great writers, but they need to write the exact same thing that will uh, make it interesting for a 22 year old in L.A., and a 70-year-old in New York, and it has to be funny for all the, these populations. So, you know, it's kind of like writing something generic, and consumers today are not used to having three major networks anymore. Everyone has this specific content that's targeted exactly for his age, for his gender, for his, you know, everything, level of education, income, whatever. Um, what if, you know, during the Oscars, ABC could have, could, Tell people, look, you have the generic audio feed from your TV, but if you also scan the TV with the ABC app, we can let you hear, you know, some additional comedians that you like or maybe people from social media uh, mm. comment also on the Oscars, which, you know, personalizes the experience on one hand. It creates a much more interesting experience for me as a viewer, but also imagine the 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 amount of data that ABC can can get from that, the knowing you know, what people are watching, in which moments they're more engaged or less engaged with the TV, right? So and it's another set of eyeballs and you know, basically creates direct, direct access to your viewers, uh, direct personalized access, right? So, you know, that's, that's what we're thinking about when we're talking about the bigger, the bigger platform and not just the Tunity app. I'm, I'm kind of smiling actually over on my end because I've been in the industry for a while, Right. And, if, and it sounds a little bit like, you know, the the old story of Shazam, um, but different where it was about, you know, identifying audio. You're identifying visual. We know what happened to Shazam. Apple bought them. Lucky them. <laughs> I know some people <laughs> over there. They're very happy and they're and uh, they're wearing uh, a lot of flip flops. Let's just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do, do you look at it as that type of a, of, a, of a thing where, you know, 
um, not necessarily, I mean, Shazam was about identify the sound, get the advertising. You're about identify the picture, get some extra content, but there is something there. Yeah. So, so first of all, I'm, I'm extremely, we're extremely flattered when, when people, and people bring us a lot, this a lot to say, oh, you were the Shazam for video. Look, I remember the first time I, uh, I used Shazam around 2006, 2007, maybe, or maybe mm-hmm. even a little bit later, actually. But it was wow. I was like, wow. The next thing I wanted to do is like show everyone this because it, it was amazing, right? I mean, you like yep. let your phone listen to the radio and then it gets the, the song. Like, who does that? It's magic. And that's exactly the experience we, we hope to get from people who use Unity. You know, you scan it. Uh, there are inherently, obviously, different technologies and, and the advantage of Unity, I think, in that, first of all, it leaves out of home. Uh, it's quicker because in one second of video, you have a lot more information than in one second of audio, and there's this, you know, noise around it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would, I love when people compare us to Shazam. It's it's a great company. It's a great technology. They were, you know, they're amazed people. They created something that nobody else uh, did before them, uh, and you know, and 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 they were, you know, very very successful, and people use their technology all the time. I hope we, uh, you know. We, we end up uh, somewhere similar, creating a real platform uh-huh. that, you know, hundreds of millions or billions of people use. And we can say we had you on mobile presence in the very early days, right? <laughs> <laughs> Before that incredible exit that you're getting ready for. But in the meantime, <laughs> we can hope, uh, in the meantime, um, you know, People are excited. Maybe they want to download the app. They want to check it out. Maybe you're writing over there at Tunity, have some sort of amazing blog, whatever's going on out there. You're lifting the lid on your out-of-home data. How do people keep up, keep up to date with you and what's going on over there? So we're starting to do a lot of work uh, on that end. We just came up with our Tunity Analytics uh, website, mm-hmm. which is basically the website that geared more towards you know, the, uh, the, the research uh, population, the research industry. Uh, so uh, you can look for us there. Um, we, we are starting to put some uh, white papers on online. So uh, that's kind of the outlet uh, where we are. Uh, but, you know, LinkedIn has, has some, uh, some uh, uh, stuff about us. Me- Media Village, every once in a while, we have some interesting data and we, we do some corporate cooperation with them. Um, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tunity Analytics. Uh, check us out. There's there's more data about what we're what we're doing, and and we're starting to put white papers on on there. Cool. Well, I'll be looking for those, and I also uh, I'm a frequent contributor to Forbes, so we may be connecting on some sort of cool story. I'm very excited about having you on the show, and I want to have you back. But in the meantime. We have to go. We've run out of time. So, listeners, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you could be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy at MobileGroove.com. Mobile Groove is also where you can find out about my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And of course, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more, do exactly that. You can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.